Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Blind Love Radio. I am your host, Anna Rosen. And today I have such a treat for you. I have Carolyn on the pod. She is my gal pal, makeup, hair guru, friender um, from the wedding industry and beyond. And she is such a fun tarot, spiritual, metaphysical girly that you guys are going to love. Her Instagram is at Life's Notions and her metaphysical shop that she has recently opened is Life's Notions Shop. And I will link all of that in the show notes. And we have such a fun conversation coming off of all this crazy energy of the Pisces Virgo full moon. And we had we talked about everything. We talked about astrology. We talked about tarot. We talked about how she's really come into herself in her authenticity and how Um, her spiritual practice looks like, like how she keeps it up. What does that mean for her? Her altar practice. Um, She's going through a Pisces, not a Pisces. I think of Pisces um, with the high priestess, but she's going through a high priestess year that she pulled for herself. Um, And we talk about that, like what that means to her, all those moon vibes. Um, we go into everything. She gives me a runes reading live on the pod. She gives a collective runes reading, which completely made my day so cool. I really had knew nothing about that practice and it was so cool learning about that and there's Leo. He's getting fussy, <laughs> but he says, hi, he says, hey, everybody. 
He was so good for the podcast. He just napped the whole time. So that was amazing. Um, So just in general, so much good energy in this podcast. Um, You guys are going to love it. Definitely check out Carolyn. Give her a follow. Check out her shop. I will definitely be doing that. Um, And we just talk about all things witchy and esoteric. And you guys are going to love it. Um... So that's it. Toodaloo. Enjoy this episode. Um, I love you all and big smooches and I'll see you on the other side. Okay, so we are live, and go ahead and just tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, what you're into. Awesome. Uh, I am Carolyn Tong, and I am a makeup artist and hairstylist, but I recently opened up an online shop that has crystals, tarot cards, journals, and I do tarot readings. So it's, it's essentially my retirement job. So I'm slowly building it and hopefully we'll have a brick and mortar attached to like a coffee shop. Oh my God, I love future. that. Yeah, so that's, that's life's notion. That's my, my baby that is just growing and growing and, you know, still in the beginning stages, but uh, she's doing great. That's amazing. So how did you get into tarot? And you're like into astrology too, right? Yes, definitely. So I mean, when you're younger, that's that's the gateway drug to this world is, you know, finding out your sun sign. And, you know, I found out I was an Aries and I definitely am an Aries. And then as I got older, you know, still dabbled in it and it always was interesting and you read your horoscope and everything like that and I've always felt that I was in an intuitive person and later in life I found out that I am an empath uh, I know not everybody believes in that or whatever but uh, because I used to have uh, issues sometimes with deciphering between what I was picking up from other people and what were the emotions I actually feel for myself. So I journaling has. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh no, you're good. You're good. What were you going to say? <laughs> uh, um, I get that a lot with hair. Do you feel that? Like yes. you pick up people's emotions, especially with weddings. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's so yes. intense. And I actually more when I'm doing someone's makeup because I'm in their face with Mm -hmm. hair. It's easier for me to detach because I'm not necessarily looking at their face or it's, I am able to detach a little more, but then once I'm working on their hair or their makeup, um, I'm like touching their physical skin, even though hair still has energy to it as well. But, uh, yeah, no, I definitely get that. So that's, especially working in this industry, I started, you know, I mean, it really started in college, but in 
this industry, I had to figure out how to keep myself balanced. Otherwise, I was going to just be peaks and valleys constantly with working a lot and then being burnt out because not necessarily just like body exhaustion, but emotional exhaustion, uh, dealing with so many different types of people, which you know, being a hairstylist. For sure. And so we we have the same rising sign. So we're both Scorpio rising. I love that. I love my Scorpio rising. I really do. And I think in the past few years, I've, it all has made a lot more sense. Like my, how I was when I, when I was a kid, because I was like, I was definitely like a moody emo child. <laughs> For sure. Do you have anything in the first house? Uh, let me see. In the first house. I don't think I do actually. Do you no, have anything in the seventh of, house? Seventh? Yes. My uh, Gemini is, uh, my Jupiter is in Gemini in the seventh house, retrograde, actually. Oh, that's interesting. I know. Very interesting. I I yeah. always think of, like, uh, my seventh house with Taurus being, like, clients. Like, beauty, hair, makeup. Like yeah. whenever something's I mean, happening in there, I feel like that's, um, oh, so you don't use whole sign. Huh? What, um, what, um, house system do you <laughs> use? Um, I have no idea. I had my chart done. And so that's what I go based off of that. A lot of people use like Placidus, which isn't like, yeah, you should look exactly. into whole sign houses. I'm a whole sign okay. girly. Okay. And somebody came on the podcast and they gave me like a little mini reading of a whole sign uh-huh. system. And it's just like yeah. a different way to like break the chart up. Um, okay. And I find it's wildly accurate. Oh, that's amazing. I mean, I feel like this one's pretty accurate when I um, go through all of it, but I will definitely check that out because. You know, I always love expanding my knowledge of all these things. For sure. Yeah. Try it on. See if it fits. I will. I will. I um, will. But so tell me about like what what's your experience been with tarot and like how did how did you get into that? And yeah, tell me more. Yeah. yeah. So with tarot, I have always fascinated me and runes like doing rune readings and things like that I finally in like 2017 my cousin and my sisters and I we and my cousin's fiance we do secret Santa kind of or more of like just gift exchange since there's so many of us and I asked for a tarot deck and my cousin got me the wild unknown tarot deck and ever since then I was like this is amazing and I did a year of reading for myself that year and kind of essentially predicted or just gave myself an awareness which I didn't really know at the time when I did it it wasn't until later when I looked back of like the downfall of my marriage and relationship so not that I mean, a lot of these things are based on you believe in it, 
not you you might not always get physical uh, indicators that what you're doing really is real, but I think it is. Um, I know it is, and I think it's a way to tap into your intuition and your higher self and having that communication tool as well as with your guides and, you know, whatever higher beings you communicate with. And it helped me so much just with my growth as a person, spiritually, um, just how I deal with other people. I also for people that I encounter that think it's like a little too woo-woo for them or anything like that I tell them that they can use it as a tool to tap into how they're feeling in their subconscious because you can pull a card and just feel what your gut reaction is especially when you read you know the description of it you know does it does it make you feel you know kind of or is it you know hitting too close to home and then sit with that and see why it's making you feel that way. And it can help unlock a lot of things for you in that way, instead of necessarily being a divination tool. And I started doing readings for my friends and family. And now once I felt a little more comfortable with doing virtual or like distance readings, because at first I was like, oh, I don't know, it's tough to like connect with someone's energy when they're not actually in front of you. But I just started doing it just with anything, you know, if you keep overthinking it and thinking it's not going to work, then you'll never do it. Might as well just try. So I've had some great clients so far and it's, it's been a, it's been a really nice journey discovering myself and helping others either get validation in, you know, a plan or a new journey that they're starting on or, ignoring good advice and then later realizing, oh, oops, (laughs) maybe I should, uh, you know, trust and listen to that intuition that I do have. Because everybody has intuition. It's whether you want to listen to it or not and uh, move with it and just see where it guides you. I love that. So it really came to you when you needed it most. Oh, it definitely did. I am definitely a firm believer in, you know, everything happens for a reason Um, in my life. I know sometimes that can be a very hard thing to uh, just live with just because there's a lot of horrible things that happen in the world. And, uh, but for me personally, you know, things happen, but they open new doorways and you are able to learn from these trials and then take them into your next stage in life and maybe you'll repeat the same pattern and then you repeat it until you've learned what you needed to learn and then you can move on to that next level or that next chapter or volume of your life um so I pulled a card before we started about like what should we talk about um love that and I got the moon and I got a oracle card that was just now which I took Uh to mean like how can we stay in the present when things are unknown and uncomfortable which I feel like is a lot about what you're talking about um yeah so like what does that bring up for you like what was it like pulling that spread and then staying in the moment while 
you traveled into this new unknown place that might have been like so uncomfortable while you were going through it? Talking about when I when I first did my um, my year of spread yeah. back in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I mean at the time I I guess I was so busy and kind of wrapped up in things. It was easy to push it to the side, and that and that is what I try to do when I do readings for myself when it's like for a year ahead, because I don't want to get so caught up with worrying about, Oh shoot, like April's going to be <laughs> shitty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because then that will again affect how you're living in the present. I try to look at it as like, maybe it's a little warning. So right now I need to focus on the day I'm in and you know, what is this month saying? And then I try to just focus on the message for that month. And if it's a warning, just be extra mindful of maybe what I'm eating, because that definitely affects my mood and how my body feels, whether I'm working out or not, or if I'm hanging out with too many people and not taking enough time to be by myself so I can recharge. So that's, that is something that I've learned to do. And with that reading in the beginning, it was, it was a little daunting, but at the time there, there was hope, but in the back of my mind, I knew there were issues, but my partner, he did not want to admit that there were, at least not to me, even though he, in Later on, he admitted that there were just, uh, yeah, but that's, that is how things are. You can't control how others react or how they, what they choose to do. You can only take control over your actions and how you react to their actions. So it helped me, yeah, stay a little more present, look at things as they were and not necessarily what I wanted them to be or what their potential was, which has always been an issue for me. Because it's so easy to see another person's potential. Maybe not for everybody, but everybody has so much potential. Every situation has so much potential, but not getting caught up in the future sense and being in the now and the present um, is really what's important. Like you can have that on the back burner, but you got to be focused on the now and letting those deep things that are kind of hiding a little bit, letting them come up and seeing how that makes you feel and then making your next move based on that kind of. What you said about being present with what is and not what you want it to be I think is so important and really reminds me of Pisces which rules the moon so I feel like that's so important like being grounded in this reality instead of like being so caught up in any type of like escapism whether it be like fantasizing about a different Mm -hmm. sort of reality so then you're not present um because it's just not real and then you can't really make any actual change with the present if you're not even there um so I think that's so cool 
Yes. And that was beautifully said. And that is something that I've been thinking on and like meditating on more, the difference between dreams and fantasies. Oh, tell me more. So there were two different astrologers I followed and they mentioned something about that. And then I have another book and then some of the readings I had been doing for myself recently were kind of like, hey girl, wake up. Um, (laughs) So all of those things combined, I just, and this is maybe, this can be used and thought of in a lot of different situations. But for me, it's, like thinking of maybe somebody who's in your life that, and again, looking at their potential or what you want them to be, that's a fantasy. And then a dream is more thinking of, okay, these are the qualities I want in my partner. This is who I want to be with. So I am going to start, you know, I'm going to be that myself. So I'll attract, you know, that to me. So that's more of the dream. There is the possibility of that is very real, but you're not trying to turn something that already is into something that they're not. It's like a different way of playing with energy. Yes. Like creating that energy within yourself instead of just hoping that energy will appear. Exactly. Beautifully said. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Love that. So cool. No, that's that is so true. Are Um, you a dreamer when you sleep? Yes, I am. Some nights more so than others, and usually it's like the the final sleep REM cycle of my because I try to get seven hours of sleep. So usually, like the first four, I'm out dead to the world. And then you see they're like the next one or the third one that I can have pretty vivid dreams sometimes, which um, I, it's hard for me to have a dream journal though. I love journaling, but in the morning I got to wake up and get going because I don't always leave myself a lot of time to like get ready. Totally. (laughs) And yeah. So most of my journaling I do in the at night. Unless I had like a very lucid dream that either freaked me out or I was like, oh, this is wild. And then I try to remember it as best I can and write it down immediately. I'm thinking I need to start my dream journal again um, with Saturn going into Pisces. Um, Yes. I feel like it's like, all right, we need to create some structures around this. Like you need to start writing these things down. I've been having all of these really weird dreams. Um, Ooh, tell me about them. If you want to share, obviously. Um, but, just yeah. like, let me think of what they've been like. Very startling, very vivid, involving a mm-hmm. lot of people that I haven't seen in a long time, but just feel like oh. they're giving me some sort of message. Um, yeah. And yeah. definitely like trying to synthesize um past maybe past trauma or past memories um so I started going to therapy again um like I was in therapy when I was younger and then Uh I took a break because I feel like my therapist kind of 
we outgrew each other. Like we outgrew that relationship. Uh-huh. Um, and I always felt so overwhelmed with the idea of finding a new therapist. If you've ever gone through that, like it just feels. I, it's a lot. It's a lot. Like it's a lot emotionally <laughs> just like finding someone and really because you're letting them into your psyche. You're trusting. You're trusting so them. It's it's such a big deal to me. Um, So it's interesting. Like. I don't know like how much you follow like transits that have been happening, but when Mars went into Gemini, On the surface. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was in my eighth house. So it's been okay. there for a couple months now. And that's when I had started. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been on this like little underworld journey with therapy Um, and it's just been like bringing up all of these things that I think I've, I've thought I've repressed, but it's like that idea where you think you're repressing something, but then Mm -hmm. when you become conscious of it, you realize it's been ruling your life. Um, yep. Yep. I know exactly. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Yep. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. (laughs) And you said like, it very well. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, oh, no. Like, I thought <laughs> like, I was moved past this. And really, yeah. it's been at every single corner and it's completely dominated my whole life. Yeah. Like, how yeah. did it's- I not see that? Um, yeah. Which I yeah. feel like is very like sun card energy, I've realized. Like, mm-hmm. when you become conscious of something, it's like this paradox. I had this realization of like the truth hurts, but also the truth will set you free. So 100%. Right. So it's so yeah. painful to look at, but at the same time, you're able to actually make that change when you become conscious of the subconscious. Um, mm-hmm. so I've definitely exactly. been in this process of, and I'm like, as I'm saying this, I'm like, I really do need to like write these dreams down because I definitely feel like they are trying to tell me something like my oh, conscious is trying to tell me something. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. So I can't even like say exactly. I have no idea what the message is right now, but yeah, they're trying to say something. Um, exactly. And usually I feel like it doesn't, the answer doesn't necessarily come to you right away. For sure. But if you write it down, it makes it so that it'll fit in your mind a little longer so mm-hmm. that you can, you know, really ruminate on it a little bit. And then all of a sudden it's like a lightning bolt. It's like, oh, shit. okay, got it. Thank you. I've also noticed from doing it in the past, like there's a certain amount of like commitment that whatever like this dream goddess is that's like handing down these messages they Mm -hmm. they seem like they they like to see that you are committed to the process and once you are it seems like something opens up and they're like oh you're ready for this okay well let's like hit this next gear like we're not just gonna be riding on the surface anymore like okay you're willing to go deeper into it um yep. so 100 percent. 
Yeah. So I feel like this is like the lesson, right? Of the Saturn and Pisces, the very early lesson. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. And I'm I'm here for it. I'm I'm ready for it. I feel like I can totally see like it's so interesting thinking about do you think this like commitment to your spiritual practice because I've noticed it in you lately. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's been your experience with Saturn and Aquarius? It might be. Um, I think it was, I mean, at the beginning of the year, because I've been doing it more behind the scenes for the past, uh, like ever since, I guess like 2018, I really started, I guess, like my craft and my practice and figuring out what that meant to me and just seeing what, what the possibilities are and seeing what resonated. And by now I have a pretty good, like, I guess routine down or, you know, way about it. And I finally decided not to keep it so much hidden. So I think it is that Aquarius energy that helped me to be like, you know what? Maybe some people might think I'm weird. Maybe some people might think it's a little odd, but I'm okay with, showing more of myself to the world because when I have in the past, I've connected with amazing people who are, I'm so close with. And ever since then, I actually started once like tarot deck came into my life, new people came into my life at that same time. So it's all, that's why I'm such a believer in it because I'm like, everything was meant to happen. And this, all was just an invitation and I said like hey I'm open so then it exposed me to other people that wanted to explore the world like this and you know outside of this world and other dimensions and things like that so you're right it it definitely is I didn't think of it in that regard until now that's so so big yeah yeah and it feels good it's scary um like this year I'm definitely trying to do a, a quite a few big uh, big things uh for this part of me and it feels scary but it feels good and usually when you have that combination you know you're on the right track for sure and I think it's so big to allow yourself to be seen in your authenticity because it's such mm-hmm. a vulnerable place but I think there's so many gifts that can come from that, like giving gifts and then receiving them. It's so interesting. Like I just totally think of Aquarius like pouring forth for others. Yes. And then this idea that like you're being replenished by it also, like when you're mm-hmm. in the right pool. Um, that's so exactly. cool. Exactly. And I'm giving it um like the space it deserves, I guess, you know, instead of just, I'm going to keep you just hidden. <laughs> yeah, it wants um, Because to grow. I'm afraid of judgment. Yes, exactly. Oh, I mean, I people are, that. they're always going to be people that judge you regardless of what you do. So I'm, I've really released a lot of that fear of that because it's, it makes, it doesn't do anybody any good and doesn't do me any good. So, yeah. yeah, that's so interesting. Um, so when you do your year ahead spreads, do you do a card in the center? 
I do. What is your card this year? This year is the High Priestess. Oh, oh my goodness. I know, I know. This this year has been, uh, so far, I mean, we're only the third month in, but it definitely, I feel like this is my High Priestess year. Like, give me, like, tell me more about that. So it's, the High Priestess is, Really leaning into, you know, your psychic powers, your intuition, divine wisdom, that deep inner knowing, and I'm trusting it. Whereas I've had these, you know, moments and I've always had it. I'm just learning to actually trust. And that means having patience, which as an Aries is one of the hardest things for me <laughs> to have. But I'm I'm letting that wisdom just sit from all these past lessons that I've gone through, patterns that I've repeated. Last fall, I was like, I'm done with these patterns. And that's really when I started to be like, all right, I'm trusting trusting the process. You know, as we always tell our clients, and they're like, oh, oh, oh please, uh, wait, fix that. And I'm like, trust the process, please, <laughs> uh, which I know you know about. Totally. And I'm... I'm actually trusting that and trusting, you know, anything I'm receiving from my guides, anything I'm receiving from myself, just in that inner knowing, like, yes, I want to make something happen right now, but I know that I need to wait because I'm attracting it and it's just not ready to come into my life yet. Wow. So I'm not... Total wisdom, yes. So I'm not, I'm really trying not to force anything. Because when I've done that in the past, like, I can make things happen. I can make them happen if I really want them to happen, but it's not always what's best for me. Yeah, that's definitely like Aries energy that you've learned from, I'm sure. Yes, yes, which can be great. I like, I love helping motivate people when they have such a great thing that they want to do, but they don't necessarily have the drive. Like I love giving them that little bit of fire and it definitely helps me a lot. I just don't always finish the projects that I start. So, <laughs> yeah. So what was your card last year in the center? My card last year in the center was, oh, what's it? Give me a moment. I know I so I journal like every day. So I have <laughs> you really got a record. <laughs> I have records of all of this stuff, which is is wild. But you know that's just how I live my life. Or not even necessarily uh, and, like last year, but was there a card that was the center from all the years you you've done it that like really stood out to you that you got like a huge message from over the course of the year? I mean, I think it's just little lessons constantly throughout the year. And my biggest one has always been needing to find that trust. That's that's been which I'm finally now learning to do that, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's a really big lesson. Yeah, yeah, that's my my biggest one and um trusting that you know, and most of the time it really is with my love life. 
like trusting that the right guy will come along mm-hmm. when when he when it's time and mm-hmm. not that you know I I do not have any regret for any of my past relationships maybe staying in them longer than I should have but you know there's again there's a lesson in that so I was just thinking about that this morning like everything being something that comes into your life as a teacher yeah especially the hard things that you really don't want to be there and the things that persist it's like all right you haven't learned this um Mm -hmm. so that's so interesting yeah and that and that is how life is it's the just the myriad of lessons that gets you you know to either experience life to the fullest or you're still at this stage where you're not realizing your full potential yet or you know yeah for sure okay so we had talked about maybe you talking about a card that you had pulled. Oh, yes. Yes. Tell me like so, what card are you thinking of talking about? Yeah. So the nine of swords, mm-hmm. which was my card for February. Um, and I mean, even just looking at the numerology of it, nine is generally like you're, you're finishing up the chapter, you're finishing up something, you know, Things might be difficult right now, but you're like the end zone is in your eyesight. Like you can see where, where it's going. You may not know what's on the other side of that, but you're almost there. And I do feel like last month was a lot of, as you were talking about, oh, things that you really thought you would fully, fully move past. And they're kind of just, hey, we're still here. Um, You just kind of suppressed us a little bit, even though you thought you didn't. So letting those things resurface, even if it's difficult to uh, handle at the time, and then just feeling that, giving it its space, and then moving past. So Nine of Swords is about like maybe having dark visions or anguish, and it can be getting stuck in that dark place or in the unseen world of your mind and your psyche and everything like that. But the key is to just not, don't stay there, visit it and see what there is that needs to be seen. And then maybe like clear out the cobwebs in my mind. And I definitely did a lot of that this past month. what's your relationship with endings like that idea of like the nines being like wrapping something up and let like allowing it to come in so then you can let it go like I know a lot of people have different like some people prefer starting things or some people are more like fixed like we like to just like enjoy the ride and then for others it's harder to wrap things up and finish them Um, but like, yeah, yeah, what are your thoughts? Um, endings are always difficult because it can mean so many different things and, but they're so essential to essential, like leveling up in your life. 
you have to have an ending before you can start something new. So I think they are the most difficult thing for me because I'm, I'm an initiator. Like I can, I can start things easily. And sometimes the consistency in the middle and the ride is, is tough, but endings are tough because you don't always know when it is the end. And that's when that trust comes in and you're just like, okay, I'm just going to keep making these decisions that are the best for me and it will lead to that end. And then I'll know when the new page or something is ready to start anew. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So endings are beautiful and essential and they can be hard and they are hard, but a lot of things that are hard are the beautiful things in life because you learn so much from them. Yeah. The bitter medicine. Yeah, exactly. Um, so what is your card for March? March is father of swords. Ooh. Yes. Which is great for me. I mean, the sword suit is air. So mercury, that's, communication letting more of my thoughts and things be intellectualized and being better about bringing that into the reality which fits very well with I think the ending of Pisces and going into um, Aries season and with this Virgo full moon like I've had my dreaming you know part from Pisces and now I need like a little bit of that Virgo to kind of come back down to earth so that Mm -hmm. I can finish up some projects before life speeds up again come airy season. So being practical, being grounded so I can move forward and be like the leader in my life instead of just in the, in the backseat, letting life control me. I love that. Are you like a ritual girl at all? A ritual? Yes. Yes, yes. I have my, I have, I like to do, um, I have certain little rituals I like to do daily. And then I have ones with like the full moon and the new moon. Now, again, with all things, it's not like I'm the most consistent about it, but I'm getting a lot better at it. And then especially with the equinoxes and the solstices, I love doing things with that especially anything anytime I can burn something like release it (laughs) I love that (laughs) I love burning stuff of course always safe I'm always safe with fire so I'm not like reckless with it oh my god in my apartment when I was there like I remember somebody was like, oh, like, I heard something, like, write a list of all the things you want to let go of and, like, burn it. I put it, like, thank God I had put it, I had thought, I was like, oh, I should at least, like, put it in, like, a metal bowl. (laughs) It was such a big page. (laughs) Like, I was like, I mean, if I'm going to burn this, like, I'm really going to, like, write all of these things. And, oh, my God, the flame was so big. And my eyes got so big. I was like, oh, no, what have I done? It was fine. You got to have a top. You got to have a, you got to have a top to put out that fire and water. You do need a top. Uh, Oh, my gosh. I love it. It's it's fun. But obviously, you know, as you know, (laughs) 
Gotta yes. be a little careful with fire. Definitely be. All careful. the elements have their dangers. All the elements have their dangers. Yes, for sure. Um, yeah. So, what have your what are your rituals like? If you're okay with sharing them, like tell me a little bit yeah. about them. So with my, my evening one, which is one I've gotten a lot better at being consistent with, it's not necessarily long because for me, if it's going to be super time consuming, I have to be able to feel that in the moment, but planning out, it's just quick. So I have my altar space and I don't always change up my crystals with each moon cycle, but um, sometimes it's, I do what I feel like. If it feels like something's a little stagnant, change stuff up to kind of like move the energy a little better. Or if I need a different type of energy, then I'll do it based on that. But I have candles, crystals, and I usually put on some, sometimes I'll do classical music, but otherwise there's this like chakra healing station on Pandora. That's really great. Or I'll just have like a wave sound or a nature sound, or I'll just do silence. It depends on what I feel like I need to really quiet my mind. So I'll light my candles and then sit there, meditate for a little bit. Sometimes it takes me a little while to really calm down from the day and not be so distracted. And then I'll either pull a card for myself or I'll just think about something that maybe was on my mind a lot that day or something that's been on my mind. And then blow up the candles. And then I, a lot of times I'll, you know, if I was asking for guidance or anything, I make sure I'm grateful for that. And I feel like I need to send any healing energy or any kind of like protective energy either around my face or if there's something in my life that I feel like I need would benefit from that. Um, I kind of, I do that towards the end and then I go sit in bed and I journal. And uh, one thing that I do is I try to pay attention to synchronicities with um, numbers throughout the day. And anytime I see them, I write them down um, in my phone and then I put them into my journal as like little messages I receive. Some, you know, resonate and some are, you know, maybe not, but, most of the time they do uh, based on what I'm thinking or maybe something that's coming up in my near future. So that's, that's my main thing that keeps me very grounded and uh, helps me be consistent in my craft and my practice. And then usually for like the equinoxes and the solstices, I think about it just not on a day span, but on that, time period or what I want for that next quarter and then I either burn you know things that I want to release or if there's something that I want the that fire energy to ignite and give life to then I um, would burn that as well and then I usually do like a little prayer or something like that and I create a little satchel of combination of like herbs and crystals and maybe some runes for my kind of like this is the energy I want for this next season I love that what okay yeah. what are runes I feel yeah tell me about that 
So yes, they are the like Nordic alphabet, which back in the day people did rune casting where, I mean, there's different schools of thought on this. Some people are like, it's literally just an alphabet. Each individual thing is, doesn't necessarily have any meaning to it. It's, it can have meaning like used in a word, but I believe, you know, it, I, I connect with it. So therefore I'm leaning into it. So I have some rune cards from Cocorina that I really like. And that was actually, did I actually get those before my tarot cards? No, I think it was right after I bought them for myself. And runes are, it just, it feels like it connects to an older um, past of mine. I mean, I'm, I'm Swedish like I definitely my family dates back to you know maybe some Viking um, so I definitely connect with it on that level and so they're different symbols and I like to use those different symbols sometimes in my rituals or in my spells or things that I do um, to give them extra oomph so if I and I have some of them tattooed actually on my hands as well do you have them and with you my runes. Well, I have my tattoos always with me, uh, <laughs> but I can grab my rune cards quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to pull one? Yeah. Will you? Will you give me a reading? Is that too much to yes. ask? I've never, never had it, or I've never. Oh gosh, yeah, never. I know nothing about them. So okay. So I, I know you've seen. I'm sure you've seen like the memes about all the different types of divination tools and what their kind of essence is. And so rune cards, the the joke is that, oh, you're going to be going on a journey. You're going to be going on a journey, going to the woods. Tarot is, oh my gosh, doom and gloom. Something bad's going to happen. Uh, Oracle, oh, everything's lovely. You know, like a nice cozy hug, which, Everyone has their own language. Little, I mean, if you've heard of spot on. Yeah, Lenormi, have you or not Lenormi, I call it Lenormi, but Lenormand, have you heard of that? I think so. It's like a French system, almost like tarot, but it's like tarot's older sister that's more okay. aggressive. <laughs> Love it. I, so, sometimes I can't handle the aggressiveness, but Yes. It's I very mean, direct, though. It's yeah. like more. Which, it's good. Yeah. It just depends. Depends what you need. So all in that to say, like, I totally under. That's a great way of putting it. Like there's yeah. different languages. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because I do, especially when I'm feeling maybe two in my feelings. I'm like, I need an oracle card. I need like a gentler. Yes. A gentler sure, hug sure. or boost. <laughs> than something that is tough and with my tarot cards I actually haven't gotten to where I felt the need to read them in their reverse direction so I only read them upright but with my runes with my runes that is a different story so I'll like spread them out and let the cards like get really jumbled and um yeah, so I do get some reverse. Okay, so are they cards or are they like bones or so are they? Both. There are both. So I have some dice 
as well. I haven't used those as much because usually if you have them, they can be on like wood or bone. Um, it all depends. I mean, if you're going back into like being really authentic with them, they're most likely on bones or you can even do rocks, but they're usually a specific size and like dimension to make them at least mostly uniform. And then you just kind of minor die or die. Uh, oh, so I just hold those and yeah, some good ones. Oh, good. <laughs> Thank yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. So we're definitely going on a journey. I love that. Everybody, <laughs> that, that feels very bachelor-esque to me. Like I'm here that, for the journey. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I love that. And then, um, we got another one where, um, I think it's, it's good. Like it's, it's uh, it's one I use for my like protection satchel, so it's like it's it's a good protection one. Okay. Um, yeah. So we got Raidho, which is journey, <laughs> movement, I momentum. That. I know. So it's kind of funny that those are the ones that I pulled, and they were all in upright position. So that's always great. Mm-hmm. And then Tewaz, which is which is for tier, like is the sky god, but um, justice, strength, like warrior, bravery, courage, compassion, success through sacrifice. So to me, this is, you're going to be going on a journey or like starting something new. You are gaining some momentum towards something that is going to give you more strength in your life. And maybe a little more self-knowing and confident. And it may take some personal sacrifice um, along this journey. Like, there will be some sacrifices. But I don't think they're going to be as extreme as that may sound. And it's all for your highest good. Your best things are at the end of this journey. and gaining this momentum towards something that is going to blossom and be great for you. And you're already in the progress of having that momentum. So it's already started. So now you're just like continuing on. I love that. I feel like that's what I've been doing with therapy. Like I've been really assessing like what fears and anxieties that I have and I know Mm -hmm. I need to put them down in order to pick up there you go exactly true authenticity because you kind of Mm -hmm. are like it is a choice right like am I going to continue to have these beliefs and continue to focus on what I'm fearful of or and it is kind of like a sacrifice. Like you're sac- sacrificing yeah. continuing this ritual of fear in order to then bring in something new. So that's what I think exactly. of. No, and that is exactly, you got it right. You hit it right on the right on the head. I like the protection so one. Yeah, yeah. Tewaz is great. Um, I don't have it tattooed on me but i might at some point (laughs) so which ones do you have tattooed on you so i have isa which is 
looks like just in a capital I without the little line. So just one little line. Um, and that is the rune for ice or stillness, which so on my left side of my body, I'm trying to get, make that all my tattoos of like intuitive nature and stillness and meditation and like things connecting with the moon. So then on my right hand, I have Kanaz, which is, looks like the uh, greater than sign. And that is for like torch or movement, enlightenment. So like moving forward. And then I have the willow, which looks like a little lightning bolt. And that is for the sun. And the sun brings you know, great energy and happiness and joy and brightness to your life. Oh, so you really are, got all the best ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So those are, those were the ones that I felt, you know, cause on my left hand, I have a waxing crescent moon and then I have the Gemini symbol because that's like my moon sign. And then under Sawilo, I have the symbol for Aries. So cool. So the ones that you pulled for me, I feel like are very Scorpio. If you've ever heard the Scorpio esoteric phrase, it's warrior am I and from the battle I emerge triumphant. Love that. Doesn't that feel like what you pulled? Like it feels so warrior. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So cool. Okay. Will you do a reading for like whoever is listening? Yes. Let me do, let me do my cards. Let's do the rune cards. Let's see what comes up. Okay. And we got, <laughs> this one's lovely. It's the gaz, the gaz, which is the day. It's such a great card because it is, it's one of the ones that does not have a reverse meaning. So it's the day, awakening and realization and enlightenment. Because as you know, with each day, you get to choose and it's going to be an amazing day. And if you choose that, then that day will be. Um, and each day brings new possibilities. So it's very positive and which it actually is perfect for the season because we're getting into spring. So mm-hmm. the darker days of winter are over and now we're getting into more of leaning into the warmth of the sun harmony and balance and things are what you're doing or where your life is going is being supported by your higher beings and or your your guides whoever it is you have watching over you or you believe is watching over you so so cool yeah yeah so no no more of the like fighting like this balance and just lean into it. Let let your 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 life be harmonized, and do that. That light at the end of the tunnel. It's there. It's coming for you. Very in an cool. awakening moment, not in like a death moment. 
I like that, that distinction. <laughs> just to make, just to clarify. I love so that. I think, I think a lot of people, as a general collective awareness, is happening, and I think people are learning more about themselves in a different capacity. I know astrology and things like that have become very, you know, more of a fad. You know, especially last year, actually, with like 2020 and on. But I think it's like it's a good fad. Maybe not everybody is going to stick to it and really lean into it. But I hope that more people do because it it really can help you understand life. And I always hated philosophy in college. I don't know why I hated my class, but now I. I really do lean into philosophy and philosophical thinking, which is can go hand in hand with this. It's just thinking about all the things that are unseen and um, seeing how it relates to your world and your life and past lives and all of that. Are you into past lives? 100%. Oh my God. Tell me like your thoughts. Have you meditated on it? Do you feel like you know any of your past lives? Yes. So I, I've always, um, it was a recurring dream I had when I was younger um, that I would get like sleep paralysis with actually. Ooh, spooky uh, dookie. Yeah, very spooky. So I was always in like a dungeon. And this is before I started reading like romance novels that happen in castles. This is <laughs> elementary <laughs> school. So it's <laughs> which obviously there's a reason I'm I'm drawn to that. But I'm always I was always running in this dark dungeon area. There were maybe like one or two torches lighting this um dark hallway. All stone, you know, a little wet because it's damp because it's below ground. And I'm always running from something. And um it's always I slip and I fall and then I can't get up. And that's when I kind of become awake, but I can't move. And so that's how that dream usually went. There weren't, there wasn't really any other aspects that would come into it. It was always that moment that I remember. And that happened a lot. And it wasn't, I think I had it, that dream again Uh, a few years ago it came back but it was always the most vivid when I was younger because I mean you're younger you don't have as many things blocking your channels and uh, I then looking back to that I definitely had a past life where I was in the medieval times and things weren't great and I think that was probably a lot of the initiate like initial trauma that I've carried on through lifetimes and I think this lifetime I'm releasing a lot more of it than maybe any other lifetime mm-hmm. if that makes sense so do, do you feel that's like about as much as I've dabbled yeah do you feel like that energy of like the the first memory that you mm-hmm. talked about, do you feel like that's you're continuing that energy or you've seen it like played out in cycles throughout your current lifetime? Like you're 
maybe running from something that was keeping you that had like a hold on you or do you feel like you're kind of like done you've closed that chapter I think I'm finally closing that chapter I I do think it has direct correlation to my marriage that relationship um like we had that lifetime together and we've maybe had other ones, but they never do work out. Um, so again, not all soulmates are meant to be happy. And sometimes they are lessons or they're just an attachment. So, um, yeah. 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 Our teachers, right? Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I think I'm finally fully released that and hopefully I won't have that um, repeating in my next lifetime. Yeah, it seems to be a big thing about like finding freedom, right? Which I feel like is such a big parallel to letting yourself be seen authentically by everyone. 100%. Exactly. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's such a fun world. Like just there's so much to learn and explore and it's, it's never ending. Are you learning about anything cool right now? Like, is there any like little subsection not, of everything? Not, not right now. Right now I'm really trying to focus more on since, especially since I've been doing daily, uh, weekly tarot readings. I'm trying to really hone in. Well, sometimes I'll do, I'll do rune oracle or tarot depending on what I'm feeling, but I'm trying to really connect even more so on deeper levels with all the cards and their meanings and seeing, you know, not only from the guidebooks, but also what they bring out, what I feel like they mean. So I'm trying to really just connect with those. That's so cool. Okay. I had a random question about the runes. So you said you really honor the reversal in that system. Like, how does that affect the reading? Um, It's just like the tarot cards when you get a reverse meaning. Right. Um, It just like changes the energy. Yeah. Usually it's the opposite. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So like with, let's see. Uruz, which is wild ox, and in upright, it's like physical health, endurance, and like you're really strong. You're having like a powerful moment of determination and just like pushing through towards like something like freedom. Um, opposite is weakness, like physically and emotionally, and not having that determination. So a lot of lack of will, and maybe not being as mindful of maybe what you're putting your body through or if you're depleting your energy too much in this time so that's just like with tarot um if you have the reverse a lot of times it means the opposite so interesting okay so for the last full moon that we just had yeah um did you have any like messages from it? Like what was your experience with it? Yeah. So it was, it, 
my messages were pretty much in line with a lot of what other people were also saying. Um, I got the, I pulled three cards for myself and that's what I shared with my tarot and key Tuesday reading. Uh, I got the five of cups, uh, the seven of wands, I think. Um, and then the devil card. So letting go of things that are holding you back. So grief over something that you've already lost, but like move on from it now. <laughs> you've, you've warned it. Now it's time to move forward and just be present with what you still have and what is still around you. And then not coming from a place of ego and tapping into your higher self and listening to that. And again, with the devil card, it's, freeing yourself from constraints that you either like for me scrolling way too much on social media and instead of doing things that will bring me joy I just have to like sit down and do them because I want to do them and or it could be alcohol you know maybe not letting that control your life as much so releasing things that feel like they are weighing you down and controlling you and looking at, oh, why are those things, why am I drawn to those things? Or why am I drawn to these dark things that maybe I want to hide from? Because maybe they might not be that dark. You're just, there might be a little taboo on them and you just need to bring them to the light and they're not so scary once they're there. So that was a lot of it. So getting out of that fantasy world of things like the what ifs or wanting things to be something they're not and being more practical and just writing that list and then slowly get into, get into the, get into the job at the end. You're very practical. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I have to, I, I, I find it helps keep me grounded. Otherwise it can be wild. Right. Yeah. I feel you. Um, <laughs> Balance, balance and patience are my two things that I strive the hardest to maintain. Have have. you looked into what your life tarot card is? If you like add up the numbers of your birthday? Yes, I am a five. So the Hierophant. Yes. What is that for you? So that is learning and finding like spiritual guides and finding my guides and then in turn imparting that knowledge as well. Um, So it's a very much a learning lifetime for me. And one thing that really resonated with me a few years ago was when I finally kind of admitted to myself, I was like, yes, I am a witch. And, And to me, witch is not religious that craft it's that practice it's the ritual side of things where I'm just connecting to something that always has been and always will be and learning what that means and finding that again that relief at releasing that that like bandaging that up and not letting it show and now just having that freedom of uh, that breath of relief. I love that. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I embrace all of your (laughs) witchiness. I love it. I love it. And I know some people uh, still have like 
feelings about what that means, but who cares? I think everybody listening will be cool with it. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> and and again, at this point, um, I've, I've released, you know, any uh, ownership of other people's feelings. Like they, they can own huge. their own feelings about things. Do you do yeah. that like constantly? Because I feel like that's more than just like a one-time thing, right? Yeah. It, it, again, with most of these things, it's the day-to-day choosing to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's not necessarily like, oh, you just do it once and then it always will be. You will constantly be faced with a challenge of, okay, what, what how am I going to react to this? Or how am I going to, am I going to hold on to this? And, and then it's going to push me into some cycle of learning or am I going to let it go? And because it doesn't belong to me, it's something that they have to go through themselves. And they're speaking out of like maybe their trauma or their ignorance instead of um, something being your actual problem. How do you feel like you hear your guides? I, it's, I guess it's more of like a knowing. It's all of a sudden there's an enlightened idea in my mind or in my being. It's not necessarily I hear clear words or I'm having a conversation like you and I are having. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's just that, which to me, it's, it's that intuition getting tapped into and being realized or being open to receive the message in that form. I mean, everybody receives, I know there are lots of different ways that people receive messages and, or see things, but mine is very much like, it's maybe some like images, but that's more in dreams, especially when I've, uh, I get deja vu quite a bit, uh, but it's mostly just that knowing, I mean, I have a place that I go in my meditation where I feel like that's where. I, it's almost like that opens up that little like channel. That's so like, cool. Do you have like a formal? Downloaded. Do you have a formal meditation practice, or are you kind of like willy nilly? Uh, willy nilly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I if I make things too formal, then it loses its pizzazz, I guess. Okay, For I like me. that. I feel like sometimes and, too, if you like let it come and let it go, you kind of can be more consistent. Yeah, like, if I force things, I don't want to do it. <laughs> so yeah. I, if it has to be forced, girl is not going to be consistent with it. I see that. So have did you pay attention to um, any of the eclipses that we just had? Like, not just had, but like the Taurus yes. set of eclipses. And do you have any uh, thoughts of I it don't... going into Aries? Like not with necessarily. Your I don't know if I necessarily feel the eclipse energy as strongly as any other. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sure maybe in that day or in that moment or that, you know, a few days around it, I probably did. And it's in my journal somewhere. But like looking back, back now, it wasn't anything significant. Where I was like, oh, yeah, shit. it really opened that up or made me feel this really strong way. 
So I would imagine like journaling would be a big practice for you with your Gemini moon. Yes. And it is it's the thing that has helped me the most with coming to terms with what emotions are mine and what are other people's that I've just absorbed. Ooh, how so? So writing things down, I'm like, oh, I definitely wasn't feeling that. So if I think about it or um, really, you know, step back and look at the situation, like, then I see it for what it is. Um, and or if all of a sudden out of nowhere, I'm feeling angsty and then I realize I um, was I remember I was around somebody who had like high anxiety or was very stressed <laughs> about their day or like my neighbors downstairs are having an argument and I'm like I should be having a wonderful day and yet I feel so angsty and I don't want to rip the head off of somebody so uh yeah journaling and thinking that way of like almost having an inner dialogue and journal mindset I guess uh has helped that significantly and I like keeping records stuff because usually when I finish a journal, I'll go back and reread it. And it gives me that, that very clear perspective on a situation um, so that I can continue to move forward from it instead of being like, well, maybe let me backslide. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> don't backslide. If something's meant to come back, it will come back. And if it's meant to be yours, it's, it will always be yours. I love that. Claim it. Claim it. Um, oh, that's so beautiful. This was so lovely. Do you have any like... This is amazing. Yeah. Do you have any like parting thoughts? Like anything that we didn't touch on that you're like, ooh, I really want to share I, that? I don't think so. We really, we talked about a lot. This was, this was so much fun. This was a lot of fun. So where can people find you? Like what offerings are you offering? Yeah. So they can find me um, on Instagram uh, at Life Notions Shop. I think I think it's at Life Notions Shop. It might be just at Life Notions. <laughs> Look at me not actually knowing. It'll, it'll pop up, people. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, it'll pop up. And uh, my online shop, you can find the link to it in that profile. And I have crystals. I have crystal sets. Um, there's, I will do like a protection satchel for you. Um, I do tarot readings. I have a year of reading uh, offering. And I'm going to be actually, you guys are the first here. I'm going to be having candles for each of the seasons and then a signature life notion candle which you can use to just beautifully scent your home or you can use it in your ritualistic practice for that season because each candle will have like a scent or scent um, involved with it as well as crystals that are for or help manifest things for that season for you so cool i love the idea of the protection satchel yes they're fun so at some point i want to do like a do-it-yourself kit but right now i have it where i make one for you so So cool tapping into your energy and doing it how i make them for myself i love that Ooh, it's so cool and witchy 
Yes. <laughs> Yay. Okay. I love it. My last question is what tarot decks do you like to use now? And what's the rune deck that you use? Is it ruins or runes? R-U-N-E-S. Runes. Okay. Yeah. So, and I actually have those in my shop as well. But okay. for my tarot decks, I try to rotate between all of them. And sometimes I leave some of the cards on my altar if I need like a reminder if or, or if that's like an energy I want to really tap into for that season, that time frame. Uh, the rune deck is from Cocorina. And then I have two tarot decks that are three tarot decks that are from Cocorina as well. It's this beautiful artisan. She's amazing. They are out of Greece. And um, I've been following her work for so long. It's, it's just stunning. So I have a few of her journals as well in the shop and some Oracle cards. So lots, lots of uh, different things. But I try to, you know, just rotate between my cards what, what feels like um, is going to have a message for me. And what's great is that I probably have the strongest tie to the wild unknown deck because that was my first and I've you know been using it so much so if I feel like nervous about doing a reading for somebody or if I don't know if I'm really connecting with them um, I always use that deck because I have such a strong connection with it I know it's going to pull something for the person so cool yeah and hopefully at some point I will have those um, cards in the shop as well. Oh my God. I can't wait to visit your physical shop one day. I know. Hopefully we'll see you in the next like five or six years. So cool. Where would you have it? Probably. Um, so I'm in Manassas, Virginia. Um, uh-huh. so it'll probably be in this area, maybe Haymarket or Warrington. Not sure yet, but oh. somewhere in this, this, Space. I love that. Oh my God. I can't yeah. wait. Amazing. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. Oh my God. For thank you. Wanting to do this. this and I, I need to find your podcast so I can catch up on all of your past episodes. Yes. They're all amazing and weird. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. And Thursdays fall the fall. Some men are made to fall sticking round. Some are made just for the dough. Some are made for nine to five, and some are made for nine to nine. Don't ask me to go changing money, cause I think you know the time. Thank you guys so much for listening. Definitely check out all of Carolyn's offerings. And be sure to rate and review the podcast if you enjoyed it. If you didn't enjoy it, you don't have to rate it. No worries. Much love to you. Um, and that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening. I know there's a lot of options out there. So always honored when you choose to listen to me and whatever guests that I have on. So big love Sending lots of 
flow with the Saturn ingress into Pisces. I know it's been much anticipated and I'm pretty excited to see what it has to offer and especially having Saturn out of a very Saturn-y sign like we have for the past like six years with Capricorn and Aquarius. So to all my girlies that are excited about that, I am with you. So Without any further ado, have a fabulous week. And Leo says goodbye. <laughs> that was perfect cue. Um, and that's it. Toodles, everybody. Oh, I always forget until the, like the last possible second. The song for this episode was Work Week for Ramblers by The Last Knife Fighter. Okay, love, and I won't be home for supper now, boy, I ain't hungry, oh.